Hey, everybody. We just got back from a fantastic victory. I told you the fans would do it. Yes, I did. The Vikings defeat the Philadelphia Eagles 38 to 20 in our house. How about that? Let's go, Vikings! Today, your Minnesota Vikings stepped into U.S. Bank Stadium where the fans absolutely made a difference. Kirk Cousins is on fire. I don't know if he's been possessed by aliens or what, but they came in and scored 38 points, and the defense held it to 20, and it wasn't even that close to defeat the Philadelphia Eagles. What do you guys think? We're a bullhorn or something. Anybody got a horn or something? Well, yeah. there we go. There we hey, go. Hey, cheers, everybody, to I'm another victory. Is, Four guess, and two is sweet. I'm guessing this isn't what each of your first alcoholic beverages for the day. Oh no. This is uh, <laughs> this is number. 11-3 for me, Bob. Scale <laughs> one to ten. How lit? Uh, no, I'm a, I'm only really about a four or five. I I, I should not be driving or, or operating heavy power equipment, but uh, I'm, I'm okay to discuss football. Right, and you're that's a, okay enough to know that you shouldn't be driving. Yes, that's, yes. that's a good point. That's it's a once you go above way. that and don't care anymore that you're way out. Oh, that's only when I do meth. Oh, okay. I wouldn't know anything about I'm that. Kidding. Let's move don't on. Do drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. It's bad for you. No, no, don't. What? Don't. What a great game, guys. Seriously, seriously. What? What a, what a great game. Like, you know, what was it? Last week, I think we said, I don't think there was anybody in America or in the NFL that needed a game, uh, needed a good game as more as Kirk Cousins did. And and then now and then so he has the good game, and everybody says, well, you still haven't beaten a good team. So now, not only do the Vikings uh, beat a good team, not only do they beat a good team, they kick the hell out of, other than Green Bay, the one team I wanted them to kick the hell out of, and that was Philly. And they took it to them, and, and then it got close, and we sort of had this, well, maybe here we go, and the Vikings completely took over again, and I loved it. Loved it. It was sweet. Yeah, it you know what? Sweet. Kirk Cousins catches a lot of shit. Um, I'm gonna, you know, when he plays a game like this, you know, you gotta bask in the radiance of it a little. You gotta enjoy the. I mean, sure, we want games like this every week, but there's no sense in getting on Kirk Cousins today. He played a great game. This is a, this is a, this is the kind of win we want to see more of, but we don't see that often. So he was. If you're, if you're finding fault with Kirk Cousins today, right? Then you, you are you not. Really like, a, you're not really a Vikings fan, and there's nothing that can be done to please you. Right. The, yeah. Right. Yeah, just, Cousins no. was on fire. He was he played great today. He was sweet. He was 22 for 29 for 333 yards, four touchdown passes, four, count that, four. Good mind. 
Mountain and one Dew. interception, and the interception wasn't his fault. No, that was completely on Diggs. Uh, I mean, absolutely. And, and the thing is, Diggs, Diggs is one of those guys that early drops passes like that. I mean, it happens to the best of them, and and it didn't end up mattering because Doug Peterson <laughs> went for a. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> that was just stupid. Take the points that you got one of the best kickers in the NFL, oh, and, and you go for that ridiculous fake. Uh, whatever. Uh, but I will say, I will say that was uh, a combination of, I think, exceptional coaching and very instinctive play by Anthony Harris to sniff that out because he went he went straight out. Zach Ertz did an out, and he went right there. And, and before the kicker could kind of set up to throw the ball, there was nowhere to go, and that play was dead. And then, you know, that was tipped, and right. Griffin picked it off and, and really – Help change the momentum back towards the Vikings. It was really a heck of a heads-up play by the Vikings special teams. So, congratulations to Marwan Maloof. Maloof. <laughs> Maloof is on fire. Oh, we don't need no water. Let, Let that, that man burn. burn. <laughs> <laughs> what about that? Thing? Who's that? Huh? Who played that song? Uh, um. Who's that? Ah, Bony Moni. That was Bony Moni, right? No. I can't remember. Man, I'm, I'm kind of – well, if I was back at Ohio State right now, I'd know. Cousins, <laughs> game was 3-2, and two, so I don't want to hear any shit about that. Cousins today, he showed his toughness. He did. Cousins today showed he could make plays out of the pocket. Yes. He did. Cousins today showed fire, fist pumping on the sidelines, yes. getting fired up with his teammates. So as much shit as that guy catches, if he's going to have a game like this, Let's hand him a couple dollar bills and say, you head up to the cage, baby. <laughs> if we're going to criticize him, if we're going to criticize him when he needs it, we're, we're going to praise him when he deserves it. And he, he deserves it today. He yes. played a great game today. And he did. Full and, praise. And I think we all said uh, in a preview show, which you can see on the Climbing the Pocket Network and DailyNorseman.com, shameless plug. Absolutely. Um, that that it was going to be up to Kirk Cousins to be able to throw the ball because Philadelphia's run defense, Drew, I think you pointed out in our preview show that Philadelphia's run defense was first in the NFL coming into this game. And, and I, I kind of thought, I think we all kind of thought the Vikings would be able to run somewhat, which they did. But at the end of the day, it was going to come down to Kirk Cousins making throws and brother did he. Yes, he, he did. some great throws today. Well, let's see how your guys' rushing prediction. You guys came out with uh, 110 yards as a team. What did the Vikings end up with? I think you were pretty close. It's pretty close. But uh, I think they had like 120. Let's see. Carry the two, carry the three. <laughs> I think it was around 125 or something. It's 122. Uh, 122. We said if we ran for over 100, at least 100. And, I said 125 on the group post that we're going to be okay. I think Ted said it perfectly. Cousins made, and when he started making those plays, that set up the run even more. So we had him. We had him in the corner, and we were pummeling the shit out of him. Right. Like old uh, Jerry Cooney taking punches from fucking Archie. (laughs) And it showed. Like like Mike Tyson on the next Great White Hope back in the 80s. Yeah, we had him right where we wanted him to. That was a good game plan. Good Did, good play calling today. Dalvin Cook only had 41, which surprised me, because he had some decent runs in there, too. He also got stuffed behind the line a couple times. But he had some Madison had more yards rushing today than Cook. Madison had 63. Okay. Got a good one-two yep. punch good, going. I don't good know day by Madison. Mm-hmm. It was. 
And I don't know if you saw it. They cut to both of them on the sideline. And Madison was talking to Cook and talking about, I did this with the shoulder and I did this juke and whatever. And Cook is smiling and laughing. That's what I love to see. Because you know they're both having a good day. If they're sitting there going, do this, I saw this, cut here, whatever. It's working. <laughs> you it's know, sweet. You know what made me crack up, guys? Probably more than any play I've seen in five years. When Diggs took that end around, it looked like a kid at school. He's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, oh. Here with the fucking ball, picking people out and shit. Me and Ruby were cracking up, dude. When he did that, I, I tweeted out something to the effect. I, I, all I want to hear is Chris Berman creation of this tweet. And then he goes with a whoop. And then he's got a guy in a whoop. And then there's a whoop. <laughs> you know what? Let me show the he did this big jump up in the air and get this. No, he jumps up in the air and he does this big fake out. Fletcher Cox is like, I don't even give a fuck. I'm not going to tackle you. He didn't like, go for the fake because he didn't care. It's like, it was awesome. It was awesome. awesome. I rewound that one a few times because as much stressful football as we all have to live through, every once in a while you get a play that will make you laugh. So you want to live it. You live it, you know? Yeah. That was really nice. Great game. Great game all the way around. What did you think of the defense? They gave up 20, which is above our Mendoza line limit. But they held and they kept them from getting back into the game when it looked like they were going to. Ben, but don't break. That's what they do. I mean, you take away that running back's catches all day, then <laughs> probably good I, shit. I would argue Eric Kendricks today. Had oh. the best game of his career. Oh, he that, was yeah. rock. Single-handedly oh. prevented the Eagles from either A, taking the lead, or B, uh, B getting, letting them get back in it, and C, effectively ending any chance they had of a comeback. Did he not uh, Eric Kendricks had a fabulous today. game. Fabulous game. Oh. <laughs> yes. That defender, defender of the day. Yeah. Great game. Great. It was a pretty wild game. Eight tackles, two assists, half a sack, and one tackle for a loss. But more than what the stats showed, he was involved everywhere. He's been everywhere this year for this defense in just about every single game. Like every time a, a really big play and a big moment is being made, Eric Kendricks is right there. He's having a hell of a year, guys. He, he really it's it's he's having a Pro Bowl year. If he if he does if if he keeps this pace up and does not go to the Pro Bowl, just just get rid of the award. He made a couple. He made a couple tackles on screenplays where I don't. I think if he didn't make the tackle, the guy was gonna run all the way to the end zone, dude. Mm-hmm. He made one. It's like, oh shit! If he wasn't there, you know, one of those kind of plays. Oh man, well, if he wasn't there. The one where they did the screen to the right and they had the three bodies out there, and then right. Waynes took up one and Hughes took up one and Kendricks. <laughs> faded out because he saw it. And then as soon as the ball was caught, he dove right in and smack made the tackle. That was beautiful. You can't play yeah, that yeah. Not any better. Drew, Drew Bunting, is that a uh, Jim Klein saucer jersey you are wearing? Yes, it is. My that's, a fa- that's a fantastic – that is a fantastic choice for game day attire, by the way. Since we had uh, – I can't turn around. I'm too fat and old. Since we had such a tough win, that reminded me of a Jimmy K win right there. I did. I, I was looking at my jersey. I'm like, who can I wear for the show? Oh, this is a Jimmy K game. When do you just plow over somebody? Uh-huh. Nice. Like, you know what? When it went from 24 to 3 to 24 to 20, I was thinking, holy shit. Fucking Vikings. I, here we I, go. I thought it was kind of a here we go again. 
<clears throat> I, I really did. They had all the momentum. They had everything. That drive, that drive when they punted down to our 11, and we took it down and got the touchdown to make it 31. That was that was the drive of the game. It was, and, and it was, you know, it would. I, I hearken back to 2017. We we've said this before, that in in 2017 when the Vikings absolutely needed a drive, when, when we criticized Kirk Cousins, <clears throat> we we've said a lot of times the offense can't generate a drive when they absolutely need to. And and on that moment, from their from their 11 or 12, they absolutely needed to. And Kirk Cousins and the offense went, what, 87, 88 yards for a touchdown. 88. It was officially from the 12, 88. It was from the 12. Okay, 88, 88 yards. And, and, they, and they slowed down. And that pretty much iced the game. And, and that, we didn't see, I, I, I don't care. I, I can't remember. I don't care what you say, but I don't remember seeing that at all last year in a big game at a big moment. They had oh, they had long was... drives, and they scored touchdowns on a, on a long field. But when last year, when the offense absolutely needed to drive the field and eat a bunch of clock and either come away with a field goal or score a touchdown, I, I just can't remember them doing it, and they did it today, and that was huge. And then that just kind of fed off the defense because I think – was it the next play when the Eagles started driving where, where Kendricks forced the fumble and, and the Vikings got the turnover? I, I don't remember the I don't remember the I know the Eagles didn't score, right. but I can't remember if it was the Vikings think, forcing a turnover or not. I, I can't remember because we stopped them on a lot of like downs. We stopped them on downs. Yeah. I get mixed up on the drives. It's not until I look back at all the numbers. But last year's team, first down from the twelve on a drive you needed to eat the clock and gain some points. First they would have lost two on the first down. Then they would add a holding penalty, which would have been half the distance of the goal. Then it would have been third down and a mile from their own four. They would have ran it up the middle and punted. Yep. That's exactly what would have <laughs> Or screen pass. So that that was the – you know, we, we sometimes mentioned last year dagger drives, and there are such things as dagger drives. Mm-hmm. That took their will right out of it because they had the momentum right there. It was a back and – it was a one-score game back and forth. They stopped yeah, they us did. right there. They're going to get a punt. They're going to get damn good field position. Yep. Minnesota, I, I, Minnesota owned it after, after that. You're absolutely what? right. And they, I don't mean to keep back to, to Soldier so. Field, guys, but the play calling today, when you do those play action rollout up the seam to Irv Smith, it's just a thing of beauty. Where the uh, hell was it? that in Chicago? Isn't it? Where and was the, all that? Or the deep shots to Diggs. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm starting to think after two after that Chicago debacle, Right. Something yeah. happened. They had a meeting and said, fuck this. This is how we're doing it from now on. I don't know what went on in that locker room, but but something, whether it was Thielen calling out the offense or or I, I heard a good uh, I heard a good theory today that when Thielen was made, made his his pointed criticisms about, look, you're going to have to be able to pass the ball at some point. I think it was um, Pat McAfee, the punter that's got a podcast is what I right. saw. He, I think he said, you know, maybe maybe it was Thielen calling out Mike Zimmer for his conservative play calling, whatever it was. And then and then Diggs' Diggs's antics on Tuesday or Wednesday and Thursday, whatever it was. Something, I'm beginning to think something went on in that locker room, and and it might have it might have been like a festivist airing of grievances in October, or whatever. But Dude, that sounds like a yes album. Festival grievances of October. I love Festivus. it. Friends. It's it's a Friends reference. Festivus. Yes. Festivus for the play. You've never seen Friends? I don't watch Friends. 
Really? Wait, I, communist? I've, no, <laughs> I have paused it on Aniston a few times, but I've never watched the show all the way through. So, something happened, and I, there's there's been a a shift either in Kirk Cousins or the Vikings or both. And and this team is playing differently now. They're playing a lot more aggressive on offense. Yes. And, and today, and it's show. from last week, the key word is aggressive. And they were aggressive virtually the whole game, except for right after starting the second half when they came out drowsy, like they ate a bunch of carbohydrates and were in hound dog syndrome. But once they got over that, it was aggressive in the first half, and it was aggressive in most of the second half. I feel and like I, a puck from the Mountain Dew up here. Mountain Dews are weak. You guys have less alcohol. You say? And I'm holding up the Mountain Dew. Come on, man. Uh-huh. Um, I agree with Ted. I think something happened. I think something happened with Stefanski, too. I think they all sat Kubiak down and said, you know what? We tried your shit your way. Let's let Stefanski do some shit that he wants to do. Well, I don't know. I, I just seem and it could be. We, we are not conservative, dude. We were laying it out today. We were in our own territory throwing out patterns and shit. We didn't care. And it, it, it worked. See, that's the yeah. thing. You've got, I mean, the, the one throw I think just kind of, it, it sort of set the tone for the game. I, I, it might have been the Vikings' first drive. Uh, Cousins hit yeah. Thielen on an in route, about 15 or 18 yards. I can't remember exactly how much it was, but it was for a first down, and it was a throw that that maybe against the Bears he doesn't make because it was a really narrow window, and and he had to he just had to trust Thielen to catch the ball, and and Thielen did, and it and it moved the chains, and it and it was like here we go. I I I think that just sort of set the tone for the attitude the Vikings had for the entire game. And I loved it. I, I absolutely loved 90% of the way the game unfolded. The only time I was uncomfortable when it got to 24-20. That was a third and 13, too, Ted. On that was it really? Yeah. Third and 13. That would have been, and we were too out, far out for a field goal, so that would have been a punt. So that extended the drive. It was a huge, it's probably my play of the game. So it's cool that you pick up on that. Along with, I mean, defensively, had some really nice plays mixed in there. We give up yards between the 20s, but, you know, we kept answering back today. We didn't go into that shell that Ted just talked about. We kept answering back. You want to score? You want to – all right. When it was 24-20 and we took that ball down and scored, they had an attitude about them. They did. They absolutely and, did. And that was perfect. Now, if you watch the pregame show, we talked about the 76 Vikings. And in the 76 Vikings, I watched a film that did a highlight on the 76 Vikings. And the defense back then, the Purple People Eaters, were getting a little aged and getting a little old. And they talked about how the defense would bend but not break. And they had more stops inside the red zone than any other team. This defense plays pretty much the same way. We're going to allow you to go between the 20s sometimes, but we're not going to allow you to punch it in for the most part. And they have, and I appreciate that. And, Drew, you were the one that brought that one up, the 76 Vikings. You know what, guys? When you get down to about the 25-yard line on the Vikings, they are a tough, tough team to score on. They are tough to score on. They just they, they, they seem to say, when we talk about aggressiveness, that's when they get aggressive. They seem like they get more aggressive than that than they do at midfield. They get they get really aggressive. They blitz a lot, but they, they don't give the quarterback any amount of time. Maybe it's just their style, but – they are really, really good down there. Not that I want teams down there by the 20, but they seem to come alive for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not giving up the touchdown. We'll give you the field goal. Does it, is it mean? 
or did they also maybe get a little bit more aggressive too? I mean, they, they sort of, it, it just doesn't seem like Mike Zimmer um, wants to make a high risk defensive blitz or something until he has to. I, I don't know if that's a, a good way to put it. That's a great, great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. I mean, but, but then again, in, in Zimmer's defense, he has a pretty good defense and, uh, as beat up as Philadelphia is, um, the matchups on the Vikings defense, especially in the secondary, I thought really favored Minnesota today. Other than Nelson Aguilar, who had what thirty-two catches for a jillion yards. I mean, the guy had a he had a heck of a game. Um, so I I sort of understand why he doesn't want to do it, but but man, you dial up a a, a well-timed blitz somewhere on on the 35 or 40 on your side of the field and it, it, it I, don't, I don't know maybe i'm just kind of talking through my rear end here but it, it just seems like zimmer's a little bit um uh passive until he has to be aggressive and then when he's aggressive i mean the vikings really do step up and and right. and, and make a play and wince i saw was so slippery today hunter uh griffin a couple times had him virtually <clears throat> in his grasp for a sack and he squirts out and makes play. He was under pressure almost all day long. And and that's you got to credit the front four and Patterson putting the guys rushing the way they did. You talk about Algalore, he had only four catches for 42 yards. Their biggest receiver was Alshon Jeffrey, 10 receptions for 76 oh it was jeffrey my bad not Aguilar, jeffrey whatever tomato tomorrow well you know every week we give up something remember the waller guy had like 13 catches on the raiders every week there's going to be somebody but you know i'm start down by the get down to about 25 get down to about our 30 25 yard line that's when it really that's when the what is it the rubber hits the road is that yeah that's when, it, that's when it, you're always talking a difference of four points and if a team goes down three times and kicks three field goals I'm no mathematician. You figure it out. That's a difference of a lot of points to me. There may have been a lot of receptions, but there wasn't a lot of touchdowns scored. I thought the defensive backs for the Minnesota Vikings played rather well, especially Trey Waynes, because it looked like Trey Waynes was being picked on all day. And uh, I thought Waynes had a great game, too. Maybe maybe David and I are stupid. For the most part, I think he only got beat once. It was he was there. Now, what I did appreciate was the officiating. There was hand play all game on both sides. And it There's was something not we don't called. say a lot. Appreciate yeah. the officiating. I know. That's rare. <laughs> Dave's got a good point, though. But they no, no, Dave, Dave has a great point because they were letting him. I was glad a lot of times they thought, oh, shit, they're going to call this ticky-tack. <laughs> Stupid-ass penalty, and they just let him go. I, I absolutely thought that on two uh, two plays that were, were – uh, Targeted at, at Trey Waynes, I thought, oh, that's going to be a penalty. Oh, that's going to be a penalty. And they let him play. And I honestly thought on one of them, uh, Doug Peterson was going to throw a flag. But, yes. but yes. I, I, I can't remember exactly which one it was, but I thought, oh, Peterson's going to for sure throw a flag on this one. But he didn't. So. He didn't throw it on that BC catch either. We just played on, and I'm all, all right, cool. Yeah. Well, he yeah. was all that now. timeouts, I believe, at that point. But on one of them, you know, it looked like they were both handjacking, but it was Wayne's got pushed off. You saw the one angle, and it was clear. No handjacking. Wait, 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 hang on. Did you Did say handjacking? This hand-jacking. is not Brazzers, sir. 
Here's, here's the hand jacking after midnight. Absolutely. You know what? Uh, All then till the dawn. <laughs> you know, something has happened the last two weeks. The Vikings, yeah. look, they've kind of taken the caution card and torn it up. They look like a different team with a different attitude. And I forgot what they put up last week, but they got 38 this week, and they should have kicked the field goal at the end to make it 41. But they had 38 this week. I don't know what they have last week. 28. 28. I mean, this team's starting to get on this roll. I just don't want them to go back to – something happened after that Chicago game. I'm with Ted. Something the meeting, something happened. Magic ball, they had a wizard, they had a strip show. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> now, boat crews. It looked Cousin. different. Cousins went to a Filipino hooker house. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Let's get this. Get this. This is how I look different. They took the lead on that Diggs touchdown to make it 14 to 3. I think it was 14 to 3. Uh-huh. The, first, they, the first bomb you're talking about, right? First bomb. Then they kicked off. Eagles had, like, I think they got one first down, then they had to punt. Or they had they went three and out, and then they had to the punt. After, right after that. The first play after the punt, we went play action rollout and hit Diggs again on a went bomb to bomb yeah. that's attacking that's what we want to see that that's not that's not get it back and go up the middle they're attacking man that was just beautiful to see that and i haven't seen that all year up till this point it just seems like there's more caution to the wind plays i love the play calling the last two weeks there's nothing wrong with using the pass to set up the run there, there, there isn't and, and the vikings the last two weeks have done a very good job of that and and we sort of we sort of thought um Rushing would be hard today for Minnesota. Not not because Minnesota can't run the ball, but because Philadelphia is very good defending the run. They are number yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, and and that happened today. And and unlike, Ted, hold on, I got to call you back. Ted's talking. I'll call you right back. <laughs> what? And, I, and, we're talking about you. We're talking about you. You you you. Is right, that? I'll call you. Settle the fuck down. I'll call you back. Right, was, that, was, that Kirk? was that Kirk? Was that Kirk? Eric Kendricks. Oh, it was Eric? Well, call back and tell him I said hi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we, we said, we said, um, I can't remember what we said. <laughs> Drew, Drew kind of lost my train of thought. What was I saying? Sorry, dude. That's okay. We, we throw to set up the run, and it's worked. Yeah. And, and we said, you know, at some point the Vikings are going to have to do that, and and they were able to do that today, and they were able to do it effectively. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, we always, we, we all, all three of us thought running would be at a premium today, and and it kind of was. Madison had a couple of really long runs. Um, Cook had that rushing touchdown, but but there wasn't a lot of breakaway stuff at all today. And, and you know, please keep this attitude. You know, we, we all said this could be a really good football team. And they have the they absolutely have the weapons to be a, a pass to set up the run offense. I, I mean, there's nothing to say that they can't do it effectively and and consistently. Yeah, you got two best wide receiver tandem in the league with Thielen, who was sick, and Diggs, who had a spectacular day today. You have say Thielen, that again. Spectacular. Spectacular day today. And uh, you have Irv Smith, who was in the one reception he had, was beautiful, work of art. And even Rudolph caught balls today. 
doesn't it, hey guys, doesn't it seem like the Vikings are just uh, hitting somebody at all angles? It's just like, you know, a, a fighter that's coming at you from all angles with all different kinds. I mean, they're throwing screens to Rudy, up the seam to Irv Smith, a screen to Cook, a draw to Madison, a wide receiver screen to Thielen, a crossing route to BC Johnson, a long bomb to Diggs, coming back with another screen to Rudy. They're just all, they're hitting you with all sorts of shit. And Philadelphia's going, Stop it! Can somebody help us, please? <laughs> Drew, That's what I love the best. Mr. Bunning, I believe you forgot the most important play of the game. The uh, dagger catch by Laquan Treadwell. Treadwell. In bounds. the game on the sidelines, baby. Ruby started cracking up. <laughs> we thought it was great. What a way to, what a, what, yeah, that was the dagger. What do you think of that, Philly? We got tree stump catching the <laughs> It I mean, just seemed like the plays were coming from all different angles at, at mass speed, and they couldn't stop it. And I mean, we always used to complain last year about we had some shows where Ted would say, "Do we have like nine plays in our playbook?" Because I saw the same nine plays all day. There was there were times last year that that I was I was calling out, "All right, they're going to do this." Back back in the in the in the heyday of of Brad Childers before Favre, uh, or or the Leslie Frazier days. My dad and I would sit in front of the TV and go, Dad, what do you think now? And it'd be like third and 12, and my dad would be like, they're going to run into Peterson up the middle. Because <laughs> Frazier's an idiot. And that's, a, you know, and it just became a really predictable offense. And, and the great thing the last two weeks, the Vikings have been very unpredictable. And, and we always complain about yes. when the Vikings lose, that Mike Zimmer gets out coached and he's, you know, one or two steps behind Matt Nagy or Matt LaFleur, or uh, when they're on offense, they, they just can't get ahead of what the defense is doing. And, and that just hasn't been the case the last two weeks. It's been really, really refreshing, and I hope it's kind of like the new normal. Totally refreshing. I mean, last week we were saying, let's see if we can carry it into the Philly game. We not only carried it, we improved on it. Yeah, play calling, absolutely. Play calling today was better than last week. Yeah. All right. Now let's see if that continues. Because next week, we go to Detroit, and they are what? As of today, when do they play next? They play tonight, tomorrow night. They, they play are 2-1-1, yeah. and, and they play the Packers tomorrow night for Monday Night Football. So even if the even if Detroit beats Green Bay, what do you, what, what's their record? They're 2-1-1 and one right now. They'll be... Three one and one, the Vikings are four and two. Mm-hmm. Would the Vikings be ahead of the Lions if the, if Detroit wins, or would they still be in last place? I don't think the Bears are in last place because they they didn't play this week. A team with two losses is regardless they're they're behind a team with one loss. That's that's I think that's how it goes. They would be behind them if the Lions won still. Hang on, so hang on, I got I got to do some math here. You told the me there'd be no fucking math on this show. You told me no math, man. Every time <laughs> I turn around, it's all right. it's a problem with Ted Glover. Every time. So so if Detroit wins, what's their record? They three one and one. Three one and one. And the Vikings are four and two. A badass four and two. Throw that in there. Don't just say four and two. Uh, let's see. I'm trying. I'm trying to do baseball. Like games uh, behind, I, I can't. I'm. I've had too much to drink. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. I can't get past. I'm done. You're at it. Why up how to get St. Louis Cardinals some hits? For fuck's sake, honestly. Come on. <sighs> terrible. I not even. I don't even talk to me about baseball. Baseball's terrible. I wish we could have made more. it to the the pennant. 
No, it doesn't matter, Dave. The only one that matters is winning the championship. Finishing second, no one gives a shit about. For a team like the Cardinals, the objective is winning the World Series. It just is. It's, I mean, it's like cool. The Vikings, I mean, the it's cool that in the NLCS. The Super Bowl. Huh? Like for the Vikings, the objective is to win the Super Bowl. I mean, it's been what? The Vikings have been to the Super Bowl or whatever it was. They well, need as long yeah. as they established 1961. No, he's talking about the last time we went to the Super Bowl, which was 1976. 76 season, so. That's a long-ass time ago. Come on. Man, how can that be? Mm-hmm. Streaks in this year after these two games, though. Uh, the, yeah. Whatever they're doing the last two weeks, man, keep it going, bro. <laughs> don't go back to that. <clears throat> it seems different. Something happened. I don't know what it, it is. But just You know, it's funny. Uh, Football is such a, a week-to-week emotional roller coaster because two weeks ago, we were sitting here at the end of the Bears game going, this team is going to be a top 10. They're going to be drafted in the top 10. And now, were we not? I, I kind of I thought that as bad as they were. Yeah. And, and, and then two weeks up. later, Kirk, Kirk Cousins puts back-to-back 300-yard games up, and, and, and we kind of see what this offense can do, you know, Teamed up with this, and you're like, you know, if if Cousins has this figured out, I'm not saying he does, because two games is a pretty small sample size compared to his overall track record. But if he's got this figured out, boys, this is a really, really, really good football team. I think so too. That it all it, we play like this today, we're a tough out with any team in the league. Anyone. And the Chiefs lost again at home. Did you see that? No, yeah. what we're going to beat the Chiefs. They don't match up well against us at all. I don't think they do either. I think they, uh, and if they play like this, they're going to beat the Chiefs and the Cowboys on the road, we, we and they're going to, and they're going to beat the hell out of Detroit next week. But Arrowhead is a place you can get the deer in the headlights look. You just can't do the full tilt boogie. They're going to get rolled over. That's what, that's why they win there. Teams yeah, freak absolutely. out when they go there. But I like the direction this team's going. These last two games have been really. I have to say, really, really impressed me. I mean, we've had all. Seems like it is coming together. But, you know, I don't want to say is it just a fluke because then, you know, we'll just keep it going. I'm not – I'm just going to say I like what I see right now. It's good. Nothing to complain about so far. Well, these last two weeks. Nothing to complain about these last two weeks. Barr showed up again today. Everybody shows up. <clears throat> you know, for what – I thought we were going to get to Wentz more. He's, he's pretty good out of the pocket. He made a lot of plays out of the pocket. But uh seemed like we let him out of the pocket a few times too. Well, he was slippery. Yeah. 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 But, oh, well – Hey, Dan Bailey, another good day, too. Yes, perfect kicking again. You can't. I, I don't know. I don't know how to handle that kind of news, to be quite honest. Football, football is a wicked, wicked mistress. <laughs> what What is my life without me being able to complain about the Vikings kicking situation? <laughs> meow, meow. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, don't worry, Quinn another... had one bad punt, and then he had one good punt. But... So he had All his right, first if, bad if punt. If punting is the one thing. We're going to sit here and criticize. We're it's been a pretty good day, boys. It's been yeah, pretty- you know, this game had a lot, too. We've seen a lot a lot of offensive action, and then the Vikings didn't just completely roll. They had the the momentum taken from them. They had a spot in this game where they gave up from 24-3 to 24-20. That was a good test, like Ted talked about earlier. Are we going to lose the lead? Are we going to completely fall apart? Are we going to melt down and lose and this game? Did. And we didn't. They marched back. They not only just – they didn't just hold on. When they marched back, they took back all the momentum they had in the first half. They took they it all back. They, they built up did. the lead to 18 again. It was down to four. They built it up to 18. 
Yeah. Well, let's keep it rolling. Let's keep, I'm looking forward to kicking the Lions' ass. <laughs> in Ford Field. I don't care if it's a... Uh, it's inside on turf. We're designed for inside on turf. <laughs> Dave's got that grin going, that beer grin. <laughs> hey, the All right. <laughs> As we move into this week... <laughs> George Kittle... Then you look like a berserker just got told you got to defend a bridge, brother. Hey, I'll pull off. Let's go. Um, it looks like Charlie Daniels after that stripper was tickling his chin with a feather. <laughs> All right, as we move into this victory week. Yeah. You got words, Drew. I want to see Susan Sarandon so I can say, meow, meow. Where is she? Yeah. What up, girl? Nice win, guys. It Great was. win. Ted, any last words? I'll meet you all in Miami, homeboys. Let's go. <laughs> Super Bowl. Let's go, Vikings. We want another one. Let's keep it going. Four Thanks two. for watching. Badass 4-2. Not just 4-2. <laughs>